1: Range Time is a bi-weekly podcast talking about guns, gear, and the shooting lifestyle. Opinions expressed may or may not be those of our parent company, sponsors, or advertisers. It's the Range Time Podcast. Well, there we go. Are. Are, we, are we going? We're going now. Yay. Welcome. Uh, it, is, uh, it is Range Time. Welcome to New York. With us as well? Don't worry, bud. We, we talk, you we don't just wave. It's not a video. <laughs> He's looking at all those GoPros looking at him. Yeah. <laughs> there are GoPros up there. Everywhere. This is so weird, by the way, yeah. to have financial backing for this show. Can I just tell you how bizarre that is? Uh, also joining us is Officer Mike, uh, local police officer, officer friendly. Um, so today we're going to be talking about used guns. Buying and selling guns both legally and um, still legal. We'll say, well, is there is there an illegal way to buy a used gun? Uh, we'll get into that. Yeah. But uh, really what I want to focus on today is when you're buying a used gun, uh, buyer beware. Because I've bought guns. I collect a lot of the guns in my collection are uh, like vintage military rifles. So I have. Uh, you know i've i've talked about the the pistol i have i have a, a right. 1911 that was actually used in world war 1 I. I have a 30 cal that was used in korea i have some some military style rifles that have come second hand uh, but buying a gun used can be tricky so let's get let's get your guys' thoughts
0: on that to start out Jim York, you want to go? Uh, I'll go. Okay, cool. Because you, uh, you're <laughs> you're over there pulling up stats. Well, no, I can go with stories then stats. So one story I have is bought a gun uh, from my brother. It was a shotgun. He wanted the side by side with the double trigger, um, like bought, an old uh, like an old coach gun. Or yeah, like, like an old side by side. You know, break open with the you know it's got a for- front trigger and back trigger that gotcha. both work the different barrels. Mm-hmm. So. I bought that gun for I took a picture, said, Hey, like this is this is pretty cheap. It was at a gun store or whatever. This is only like two hundred fifty bucks. Do you want this? He's like, Yes, buy it. That that's awesome. Okay, cool. Gets it home, takes it up to the range, is gonna go shoot some trap with it, whatever. That gun nearly killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So he's literally standing there, has it has just goes to lock it to so he slides the um Slides the rounds in, locks the gun, and it fires. So it's slam fired. Yeah. And he just, and like, and that's right next to him. Right next oh to him. Oh my God. And ever since, like, it blew the gun apart, and he's like, well, that's the end of that gun. Uh, live and learn, $250 down the drain. Sorry. So he tells me about it. I'm like, oh, he can take it back to the shop I got it at. Like, are you, like, are you good? Is everything okay? He's like, I don't. He's like, it's a great wall hanging. That's all it'll <laughs> that's ever be. It's a great do. reminder. Yeah. yeah. So, Not a big fan. So where did it did it?
1: So you said it it
0: broke the gun. Yeah, like Like it it, like split the barrel. Did it, 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 it? And he didn't really describe it, and I haven't really seen it. So he just said I was like, "It'll work for a wall hanging." So I'm assuming it's not to the point where it like destroyed it, but he he said it broke the gun. Like if you've got the
1: barrel all flowered out like a Yosemite Sam cartoon after Bugs Bunny puts a wine cork in there, right? That's. I mean, still a good wall hanger. <laughs> <No. laughs> People might I've, pay a lot of money for that art. Yeah. I've seen it. I've had a gun slam fire on me right. in my house. Uh, it was a. It was this really cheap uh, pistol. It was a 380, and my wife and I are getting ready You're to go do some Christmas sh- uh, shopping. It was a Jimenez. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I paid Only the finest for John. <laughs> I paid.
0: This was this was a while ago. This was. This what was about get, like, uh, this was about fifteen years ago. Okay, I was gonna say I've been in the like I'm not like an expert by any stretch of the imagination. I don't claim to be, but I've never heard of a Jimenez, so go on, I am I've intrigued. Of, do
1: you have a computer
0: over there? No. There's okay. no computers over there.
1: I've heard of a Jimenez tequila, it's but a, yeah. uh, <laughs> it's a Jimenez it was a Jimenez three eighty. And uh I I bought it for eighty bucks at a local pawn shop. Well, there's it was, your problem? It wasn't used. It was new. It was <laughs> new in the box.
0: Jimenez ours.
1: Um it does exist. And I, I, put the, I put the clip in, uh, put the magazine in the bottom. So and, you better say magazine. And, uh, I'm going to make you do push-ups if you say and, clip. Well, yeah. this, this, it was plastic. So um, I, I don't even know if it can classify as a magazine because the, the magazine was actually plastic. But you put the magazine in, and I rack the shell, finger off the trigger, and as the slide comes forward, bam! And it put a round through my
0: TV. <laughs> so, the funny thing is it's described as an American firearms manufacturer. Well, Jimenez could be an American name. I know. I I went kind of racist there. I didn't mean (laughs) to. Now now you're going to get the host in trouble. There goes the hate mail. (laughs) That's care of Jim York. (laughs) (laughs) I just, if I was, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to go any deeper down that hole. But, yeah, it's, you know, so uh,
1: my first thought was, okay, is everybody okay? So it turns out the round went through my TV. Uh, It was a flat screen. It was a rear projection flat screen TV. This was a while ago. Uh, Went through the TV. Went through the wall into the bathroom, through a door, and into the carpet. So I managed to recover the slug. I keep the slug in my gun room as kind of a as kind of a reminder, a safety reminder that bad things can happen if you're not, you know, fully fully aware. Even though this wasn't my fault, I mean, my wife could have been.
0: Ah, yeah, like fault know, or not, had that hit somebody, had that hit somebody, somebody it, would have, it would have been yeah.
1: a very bad day. So luckily. Uh, you know, luckily I I still consider it an ND, you know, still mm-hmm. a negligent discharge. Yep. I still take full responsibility. But uh luckily nobody got hurt, and luckily nobody called the cops on me. So, um, you know, and that, that you know, every the loudest gunshot you'll ever hear is the one you're not expecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Um, my next door neighbor uh had an ND out of his bedroom, and that went into my garage, and. Jeez you know it, guns are dangerous and so i live in the most
0: guns per capita i live in mill county utah
1: that's right and most of those are at my house but uh <laughs> you know yeah. so you know I, and that was that was a slam fire so that's something like if and that's why i haven't shot that world war 1 pistol like i'm afraid of that thing yeah uh i keep it under glass it's in my office you know uh i've never tried to fire it uh, but I imagine if I were to put a round in it and pull the trigger, it would shoot,
0: because why wouldn't it? No. I mean, yours is a little bit older, mm-hmm. but my grandpa's World War II pistol shoots. Yeah. I mean, it's nope. it's 100 years old, but it,
1: I mean, if I take that apart with my my, my current Springfield 1911 or my current Remington 1911, the pieces look almost identical. Right. No. Like, there is uh, very that, little like difference. You say, probably not much has changed. And no. it's in perfect working order at a glance, but I still don't dare shoot it. Well, and you don't want to. I, I no a, I really it, it's I, a, no. a relic at this point. I want to hear things. it. I want to yeah. I want to hear it bark fire. I really do. But it'll sound just like your other one. I but it, but, it. I wanna, <laughs> but I want but I want to hear The tree it. falls in the forest? I
0: I want to hear what this thing sounds like. You old cars don't sound like new cars. Maybe there's a difference. Yeah, if I go out and rebuild a
1: 1965 Ford Mustang from, you know, from actual parts from the Ford Motor Company, but it's brand new. Does it sound exactly the same as one that's been tested and driven on the road? Why don't you do that and let us know? Just, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, is not down, this is not a car driving range. It's not a driving range podcast. Can we? Although you're, you're, a, golf, that would be a, you're golfing a golf guy. <laughs> yeah, Mike's a golf guy. Yeah. Uh, I don't get to play much anymore. But. So let, let's, let's bring it over to Mike here for a second. You are a police officer. Mm-hmm. You deal with guns being bought and sold both legally and illegally. Mm-hmm. Uh, what are some buyer beware tips you have for us? Well, the first one is if it sounds too
2: good to be true, it probably is. So, you get that deal of somebody selling it online or whatever it may be and it's like that seems really really cheap, it probably is for a reason. They're probably trying to get rid of it.
1: So, so like of it that. could be a murder weapon or a stolen well, it's weapon. It's probably or... stolen most likely. I mean, okay.
2: mo- most people are going to try to get rid of their guns if they're using them in a crime, but it's probably stolen. We see stolen guns all the time. You know, Gun shops, things like that, you're fine. Pawn shops, at least they're tracked. They, they have to register the serial numbers when they buy them, so there's a database of those things. Law enforcement can check it. But when you're buying it from the guy behind the you know closed building at 3 o'clock in the morning for 50 bucks, there probably should be a red flag going off.
1: But there's nothing illegal about it. No, that.
2: it's it's perfectly legal. But That's why I always go to McDonald's. They never close. <laughs> Good place to do that. And there's cameras. <laughs> no, it's there's nothing illegal about buying the gun, but the beware part is... It sounds too good to be true. You're probably
1: getting something that's stolen. Maybe it doesn't work. What Maybe if it's I fake. what if I buy that gun? What if I see an ad on Craigslist or on on a website and I say or a guy at my office says, "Oh, hey, I'm I'm selling my Glock, my my Glock Gen 4 cuz I just got a brand new one." And I buy it from him. I give him, you know, he's like, "Oh, I'm only asking 300 bucks for it." And that's a great deal. I give him the 300 bucks and I find out later that it's stolen or used in a crime or something like that. So you're probably going to end up losing it. You'll be out your money. Um,
2: your Chances of you being in trouble are probably pretty slim unless you knew darn well what you were buying when you bought it. I mean, that's, So
1: that's my question.
2: Yeah. You've, you've got to have some intent. You've got to know, like, hey, I'm buying something that's stolen to be able to you know, do that. We have to be able to prove that you intended to buy stolen property. Um, so that, that, that part's not a concern, but it just sucks for you that you're out that money you spent on that gun. You lost
1: your gun. You lost your money. So let's say I have a gun stolen. And you know, because a lot of people, especially here in Utah, leave their guns in their cars. Please don't. Do um, that. Please don't do that. A lot of, uh, but that's it's common. E- unfortunately, usually when I hear of somebody's gun being stolen, it's out of a car. Yeah. Uh, very rarely does somebody walk up to you with a switchblade knife and go, no. "Give me your gun." Yeah, and you know,
0: <laughs> 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 I mean, the whole knife gun. All right, yeah, right, fine. That's, very, that's, very
1: very that's a whole <laughs> other episode. <laughs> yeah. You got me. Um, <laughs> you know, you're but right. what if what if my <laughs> gun is stolen and and somebody buys it like do you give it back to me how
2: does that work it'd probably end up getting booked into evidence eventually you could get it back depending on what's needed for court and things like that but i would venture a lot of people are never going to get it back because a lot of people don't seem to know their serial numbers That that's one of those things that we that's have all enough. the time yeah dude like write down your serial numbers record them somewhere so that if you do for whatever reason lose your gun you're going to want it for a couple of reasons you're going to want to let us know so that we can put that out there in case it gets found but if you're trying to get money back from your insurance company for losing it you don't have a serial number they're probably not going to give it to
1: you how dumb do i sound if i call the cops and i'm like yeah my gun got stolen (laughs) we get so many of those i i I can't we get dozens a year i'll Uh, bet when somebody's gun gets stolen that they're pretty freaked out some people are some people are surprisingly
2: shocked that they left their gun in their car and somebody broke in and took it. it it surprises me and that even it's not even just out and about like if you have a garage in your house don't leave guns in your car or your garage
1: don't leave guns in your garage or your car yeah
0: don't leave them unlocked
1: yeah hit the yeah the best kind of security is a, is a is a garage and it comes free with a house well but the it's, problem with the problem with the garage is
2: it's not that hard for good criminals to figure out how to clone your remote. they open your garage door
1: your car's parked in there all night people leave them in their center console out the gun goes you know what's funny I noticed this morning and and I work downtown I work. Uh, I work near an area that is considered a high crime area downtown, I would say. Yes. Uh, I realized that I didn't lock my car, but I wasn't concerned, right? Because I don't leave anything in my car. The worst thing that might happen is somebody may steal my car, um, which is a whole other problem altogether. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I try to lock my car. I, I, Pretty sure I lock my car every day, but I realized as I'm walking around, I'm like, oh, I didn't lock my car. But I wasn't like, oh crap, somebody would break in and steal all that stuff I didn't leave in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I have a gun on me, it's on me. Yeah. And if I can't take it inside wherever I'm going, I leave it home. Yeah. You're going
2: in, you're going to an arena that doesn't allow guns. You're going to a club that doesn't allow. Guns. Just leave it at home. Don't take anything with you. You've got to leave in your car because we see that all the time. Of ah, I can't take that in with me, but I wanted to bring it with me, so I leave it in my car, and then they come out and it's gone and. I
1: always wonder like if you have a gun now I know what happens at the airport if you take a gun in into the airport like a lot of people and it, I think we're we're in a safe enough place where we can say if you have a gun on you every day it tends to become uh common common force to have it yeah. you kind of just oh I forgot that my gun yeah, was in you my didn't bag even notice it. and and people like people that that aren't familiar with gun culture will be like how can you forget that you had a Glock in your backpack well honestly I forgot. Like I forgot it was there. It happens. Um, So I I understand when people take that to the airport. But if, if somebody like they're going into a sporting arena and the buzzer goes off and they're they're caught with a gun in their bag or on their person. Are they breaking the law at that point, or are they, are they just told to leave? They're just told to remove it because it's not a, that's not a
2: secure facility under the law. That's just private property of saying, you know, this is not something we allow in here for whatever reason. You know, uh, the arena has to play by whatever rules of the sports team, the owners, things like that. So that's sure. private property. It has nothing to do with legalities. It's just, hey, you got to take that back. A lot of the sports arenas don't even let you bring in a water bottle anymore, and they literally will turn you around and say, you get your metal water jug, you know, Sorry, you can't come in with that. You've got to go put it in your car or you're not coming in. So that, that's the problem of don't bring it because then you're literally turning around to your car to go, well, I want to go to see my game, so we'll just shove this under the seat.
1: One of my neighbors, one of my neighbors when he goes to a sporting event, I don't want to say which event because I don't want people looking around for it when he leaves <laughs> it there. Uh, he has, a, he has a, a quick action knife. A quick open knife that he carries with him. This is more
0: common than I realized. I was about to say tell the same story. And he's like, he's
1: like, uh, every time, every time, without fail, every time I go, I realize I have a knife in my pocket and I can't carry it in. What do you do? I don't want to walk all the way back to my car. (laughs) So he goes and he buries it out in the garden, out front. He buries it in the dirt. This is my brother. (laughs) <laughs> this is my brother.
0: Yeah, I was about to tell so, the exact story. Oh my same gosh. Story. That's funny. So, <laughs> so I like
2: peruse
1: the perimeter. I'm just yeah. Go get a metal detector <laughs> and just start searching the planters I, outside the berry. At my brother's like, eh, probably, probably nobody'll see it there. <laughs> I'll put it in the bushes. Yeah. Just I can't imagine somebody would do that with a with a gun. No. But I, would hope I, I can't imagine, but I can't imagine but, because I've yes. seen people do dumb things. <laughs> I'll admit that I have left my gun at my desk. Unattended uh, in 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 the workplace, not necessarily this workplace, but uh, so in my old I. workplace where That's I know I'm going to be place. either I'm going to be walking around and I'm only wearing a t-shirt and I don't want anybody <laughs> seeing the bulge coming out of the side of I don't want anybody seeing the bulge in my pants. do um, will <laughs> have like, to be edited like, out. <laughs> like when we leave uh, like the gun. Like Dylan problem. used to be uh, Dylan used to be part of the podcast, he would get really uncomfortable when he knew I was carrying, so I would leave it at my desk. But I would leave it unattended. And it wasn't exactly locked up. It's mm. that, that's less of a, a concern, I think. Than but it's in a secure area. Yeah. I was going to say, I just do it all the time. I don't see a big problem. <laughs> but you're not burying it in a planter box outside. Well, like, of granted, a, I worked outside at Silencer Co. Where we had a whole oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. You guys would just have guns laying around. Yeah, uh, I, it, it's a marvel to me that you guys never had anything turn up missing. So what if I'm selling a gun? What if uh, you know I recently lost my job? I have a whole bunch of guns you know I luckily I got employment pretty quick, but let's say I didn't and I had to sell off a couple of guns and I want to make money fast. so I'm gonna make these pretty cheap. There's uh, you know some sites I can do that on, but let's say I just want to throw it on a website and call it good. Nothing illegal about it. what what precautions should I take?
2: I, I would always suggest finding a place to meet that's a very public place, which is hard because you may freak people out selling a gun. Um, a lot of police departments don't care if you come use their parking lot. Some of them in Utah actually have a place set up for exactly that. When you're selling items online, you meet up. They have cameras set up to watch That's and, awesome. That's you – know. yeah. Um, I know other departments have said, yeah, we're not so keen on that because then that puts some liability on us. True. So Because you're you know, on their property and you're yeah, allowing so it. it. But the, find a place that is more of a public place. If it's a back alley, that's probably a bad idea because that's was, the other
1: thing selling a gun.
2: You may end up meeting somebody that you don't want to meet, who's trying to get a gun for free.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, how many stories do we hear of people that are selling something, and they meet up with the buyer, mm-hmm. and then they get the crap kicked yeah. out of them?
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I sold a long range rifle to a gentleman, and I was, and as I was thinking through, like, where is going to be the best place to do this? Where a public, b not going to freak everybody out, and then C like I can actually, you know. This kind of properly, at least get some signed paperwork, whatever. So, I went to Cabela's just did it in the parking lot, or yeah, in the I didn't. Huh. It, well, it was my gun, I'm telling it to him. But, like, going to Cabela's, they're not going to overly be like, Oh my, God, like, what is a gun yeah, doing here? Yeah. It's like, Oh, the guy bought the gun inside, whatever. No one's going to raise gotcha. too much of an alarm over it. And so, as I'm thinking those th- things through and like give me enough time to like sign this out, like, Hey, here's your name. Here I'm going to take a picture of your ID. Sorry, like that's how I'm going to roll so with like, this.
1: So like when I I've, I've sold guns before, I always I won't sell to somebody that doesn't have a CCW, a concealed carry And person. that's another great way to yeah, do it. Yeah. That's that's just my own vetting. Yep. That's mm-hmm. not a requirement no, no. and that's not I'm not saying that's the right way to do it, but that's that's how I that's make your sure way, yeah. that that person is at least at least familiar with firearms enough to know cuz we've talked about the other day Uh, We recently had a shooting in Utah that was way overblown by the media, partly my fault because I'm a member of the media here in the state of Utah. But uh, the newsrooms were going crazy because we heard the term active shooter Uh, It happened at a local mall, turned out to be a gang shooting. Um, I'm just going to I'm going to criticize the local news agency, which isn't KSL. But they said the shooters are outstanding, meaning that they're at large. They shot the people in the legs. Clearly, they are not outstanding shooters, unless they were aiming for the legs. <laughs> but it turns out everybody involved in that was a gang member, right? As far as far as, as, as far as everybody is is has been told thus far. So, um, I forget where I was going with that. Well, I can oh, back that up um, though, because a lot of people decided right after, uh, right after that, when when something like this happens, a lot of people run out and think they need to get a gun for protection. And they have no business owning guns. Like They don't know anything about them. They don't know anything about the laws. How often do you guys see that?
2: We don't see it a lot. But the, the thing that I, I had a friend that was a concealed carry permit uh, instructor back when Trolley Square happened, what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago now. And he turned down, he said, about 60% of the people that called him because they weren't calling because they wanted to protect themselves, their family. They wanted to be the hero. They wanted oh, to gosh. be able to go get a, get a permit, oh. get a gun. that's gonna happen in my mall. I'm gonna go chase the guy down, which let us let the police do that. Let's let the cops do that. You know, use absolutely if if you're a concealed carry permit holder and something like that happens, get as many people out and use your gun to protect you if you need to, but that's what you can do is get people out. So
0: you notify the officer because they don't know who the Well, Well, that's the thing. Like in Trolley Square. There
1: was a cop there, an Ogden police officer. He was out of his jurisdiction, but he had a gun and nobody knew if he was
0: yeah, you don't know if you're the bad guy or yeah. good guy. In any of those scenarios, you have a gun, you're firing rounds. Goodbye. goodbye. You're a bad guy. Yeah, you're yeah. a bad guy.
2: And and that's the thing is, it once law enforcement's on scene, give comply with every command you're given. Yes, sir. Because yeah, don't don't use common tr- sense. Yeah. Yeah. just don't try to argue. Don't try to say, hey, well, hey, I'm the good. Just get your hands. If they tell you to get your hands up, get your hands up. Let them know that you've got a weapon. Hey, I'm a concealed carry hole This is where my weapon is. You're not going to be treated like a suspect, but we want to make sure we don't shoot anybody who is. And the, even if you
0: are treated like a suspect, like if you're not guilty, you're not guilty. Yeah. Like.
1: If you're, uh, if there's a building on fire, and the fire department shows up, you're not going to push them out of the way so that you can attack it with a garden hose. <laughs>
2: I would hope not. You know,
1: if you've got, <laughs> if you've been to a Boy Scout first aid class, you're not going to push a paramedic out of the way when somebody's having a heart attack. No. Let the
0: professionals deal with it. Yeah. I don't know, like in high stress situations, like why would people you do that? Like, is Pe- it – I don't know why, where your mind goes. Some people get sharpened. sharpened. Like, some people just go, just dumb. I like, don't – yeah, I don't get that. The way I always li- – well – It's that fight-or-flight reflex. Right. There, there's actually three.
2: There's fight, flight, or freeze. A lot of people freeze. A lot freeze. of people freeze. A lot of people run away. And then there's those people that fight. But the problem is, is if you're not somebody who's trained – who has been through that training? Your fight goes the wrong way. Yeah,
0: but like this, that trained thing. I think in a lot of people's minds, that's such a loose term. Yeah. Is like, oh yeah, I, I've got a CCW, which I'm that's trained. not tra- in like, my
2: mind. That's not trained, like, right? Not yeah, at right. all.
0: No, it, it's... I'm not trained, and I go to the range more often than a lot of people. The only thing you
1: have to know when you get a CCW, for those that don't have one, the only thing you have to know is the law. Yeah, you don't have to shoot. Nope, you don't have to show any sort of proficiency no. whatsoever. No, you just have to know what your rights are. As a holder. Mm-hmm. Right. Which I think is the way it should be. Yeah. I mean, the, the the training that we go through is so much more intense of,
2: you know, formations, how to take angles, how to use your cover, how to identify people very quickly so you're not shooting the wrong person. Well,
0: that was just what I was going to say. Like, I've done the... The simulator down at mm-hmm. uh, whatever the fats, the fats testing. No, there's the no. vertra. Probably you've probably yeah, done the, the vertra, the 360. The
2: 360. The vertra is by far and away blows the oh, fats cool. out. It's 300,
0: almost 360 degrees, 300 degrees, is what yeah. they call it. But it's, there's an entry,
2: you have to have a point to get into it,
0: right? And they they have like blocks <laughs> that are shooting basically, it, C- the, yeah. yeah. But they also have rifles and shotguns too. I see the every time I go and there, tasers. someone's see, they, they have the dropped, dropped the rifle yeah. and it's broken. Oh no! <laughs>
2: see, the, the attorney general's office and the sheriff's Department have one. So oh, I've gotcha. been on theirs, which are
0: do you, have to, do you do they require you to wear the little shock thing? No. So oh, see, I've, so you get shot. If you, they, yeah, they, like it you shocks get, you. It shocks. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, like yeah. I, I fortunately I know the people that run them, so I can say yeah. I ain't put that on. <laughs> well, no, and they'll always add like, yeah. "Do you want to wear this?" And I was like, "I'll try it once." Got shot once. Like, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm good. <laughs> it wasn't my just fault. Just have a dog collar. It wasn't my fault. The person on. behind them was supposed to have my six missed.
2: I got shot. You know, we even run, John can tell you this because he's played the bad guy just for our Explorer class, which we run our Explorers, our youth, right? The same active shooter. We run those for the the full department with sim rounds. I've done it for SWAT, yeah. and so you know you're. And I'll tell you what, you get hit with a rifle sim round, it hurts.
0: Oh, it's not fun. Yeah, yeah UTM's chalk yeah. rounds, whatever, yeah. they are not pleasant. No, so, like you think paintballs hurt? Yeah, around. yeah. So, so the, the hand, you're, you're you're getting shot by an actual well, this, round. Well, yeah. the, and the sim the handgun
2: the handgun sim rounds are about four hundred feet per second. The rifles are even faster. So, for reference, a paintball is less than two
1: hundred. Right. So you're doubling a
0: paintball, and. It, it hurts. Unless your
1: friends are dicks and they turn the air yeah, all the way up. I was up. gonna
0: say I can I should find the picture, but I've got uh we were doing the sim tra they were doing the sim training and I was the I had like using a body shield, mm-hmm. had three hostages in front of me and the SWAT guy decided all right, now's my chance, ran up <laughs> over the top, boom, shot me in the forehead at Port Blake. Oh I my had gosh, a goosebump like that was it was probably the size of a tennis ball. It looked like I had a tennis ball coming on oh my, my forehead. Which, yeah, we're, you're <laughs> we, not supposed we, to shoot that close. No, you're not. Close kill. Hindsight's 2020. Mm-hmm. 20. And, and you're supposed <laughs> to wear a helmet. <laughs> yeah, were you? Not if you you're a bad a mask. guy, yeah, right? yeah,
1: we still make, we still make our bad guys. Were you wearing maybe. a mask? I think I had glasses on. Yeah. So, if, if <laughs> so we won't say what sheriff's department, but they ran up pretty when? loose apparently. Yeah. When I was the bad guy, they didn't have. They sim had airsoft. Rounds. airsoft. I had sim yeah. rounds. They, they only... were shooting airsoft, but I wasn't wearing a mask.
0: Yeah, because it's
1: just airsoft. But they were all wearing masks. Yes. because no, I even, was shooting the sim rounds.
0: Yeah, so I was shooting at the poli- like the I was the bad guy again, mm-hmm. and I was just tucked down. I'm like, all right, that hurt like hell. I'm gonna get some revenge. They came by. I shot one, got got her right in the ear, and it tore her earlobe off. No way! Yeah, so, like I felt super oh, bad, I, I'm like, I couldn't see. It was it was night training at the. You know the range up in, like, Davis County? Swanson? Yeah. Or the Bountiful Range. The Bountiful Range. Yeah. yeah, we were up that way. And it was gnarly. Like, she had to go get it stitched back on oh and everything. Gosh, and like, oh, my gosh, dude. I felt so bad. That's why we That's why at we. At the time, I it. had a tennis ball sticking on my forehead. Yeah. Didn't feel that bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we
2: we got to wear full face shields because those things, yeah, you, you
1: can They're do, gnarly. Yeah. Well, there. I mean, there have been lethal cases with oh, that. Right. You
2: you can't, especially the, like the rifles. You have to, you're supposed to wear long sleeves and all kinds of stuff with those because they're they're moving. They hurt. Yeah, but that's, that, that, and that's training. And that's nowhere even close. <laughs> that, yeah, to,
1: <laughs> that's where we were going with yeah. that. That's training. <laughs> like, and that's nowhere even close to what the the muzzle velocity of an actual so yeah round is. Like mo- our nine millimeter handgun rounds are about twelve hundred
2: feet per second. Right,
1: and you're going at less than half that. Yeah, you're I going mean, a third of that. Yeah. I mean I've t- I've taken a what paintball gun and I've cranked it all the way up and put frozen paintballs in there before cuz I'm a dick but <laughs> uh that's fun but don't do that
0: yeah right and like it it's I mean it's not a, f- a piece of metal that's designed yeah. to fragment, and, <laughs> fragment like, <laughs> and actually do the most destruction possible. It's a piece of chalk. It's yeah. Designed to, to. Our ours are all plastic. It's
1: like yeah. it's like getting hit with a crayon, is what I always Kinda, describe. Yeah, they're, like... they're waxy. Yeah. And they've got some sort of paint powder. So we d- going lot, really fast.
2: Yeah, depending on where you are, you may not. Ha- you may have the ones that don't have anything in them, so you don't destroy whoever's building you're using with paint all over the place.
1: But... A lot of times, if you're, uh, I know that there's people that listen that have described themselves as urban explorers. Uh, you'll find yourself looking in like abandoned schools or abandoned office buildings that have been used by police departments um, before, yeah. and you'll find those around. Like, and you can tell like sim rounds. Lo- the the casings look different. Oh yeah, 100%, um, they, it's got they, a little tip on it. That's yeah, different. but even even the expended uh, casings well, look. Oh yeah, good. the show casing's got a little plastic thing on the top. I think of I it. have some actually. I still. Not that it does us any good to talk
0: to to, show <laughs> a... <laughs> to go into. A deep I mean, description of you've Chalk Rounds when right, we're talking Jim, about you know. used – oh, I know it's 100% what they are. Okay.
1: So I won't worry about it. I've got, I got. I still have mine from when I was bad guys with Mike's department. Uh, they sh- they're good conversation starters. Yeah. Hey,
2: have you seen one of these? Look at this.
1: <laughs> and then they throw me to the ground and they say, what are you doing in the airport? Uh, I did <laughs> actually get, that note. <laughs> or you get through the airport. I've, I'm not going to talk about that. Am right I. now, <laughs> <laughs> that's another episode. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I hope that
0: uh, I hope that kind of sheds some light on on buying and selling guns privately. Well, and the one thing I wanted to point out too, real quick, is the statistic that I just found online, which is of all the used like in crimes and things like that, of all people, like the percentage of all state and federal prisoners who have possessed a firearm uh, used during a crime, one percent purchased that. Legally, only one percent. One percent. How many of those were straw purchases? You think? At, well, a straw purchases, or b like, I would like to know the mental background of that one percent. Right. Yeah. So, so they bought it legally and then snapped.
1: Uh, yeah. Or they bought it legally and I just uh, like had just never committed a
0: crime before, and they've yeah, been planning their whole I, life for exactly. this one moment. Like, I think there's, I definitely think of that one percent. That's a handful of them.
1: So, and how many of those were, um, we'll say, trying to be hero and shot somebody they shouldn't have? Right, like, you know, incident, are, they, it's are homicide, they counted in yeah. that? I, know, I, I, they... This
0: statistic doesn't really go into it. It's, it's fairly um, brief, but so, excuse me, I don't want to undersell it. It's one point three percent. If you're buying but... a gun and it sounds shady, uh, who should we call? Do we, all, do
1: we call dispatch? Do we just – Yeah, I, I would call
2: it, I, I, you know call the non-emergency number wherever the police department is. You are, if it's really an emergency, you can always call 911, but save that for something that's you know life-threatening. But certainly an officer can come, check the serial number, things like that. Um, honestly, I doubt you're ever going to get super more amounts of money unless it's a really weird case. By going to sell it to somebody like that, then you are probably you can probably find somebody that's going to give you a pretty decent deal. Sure, even
1: in a, a reputable business. If so. I wanted a cop to supervise a sale, if I say, "Hey, I'm meeting somebody in a Seven Eleven parking lot later on," you, you can have call the department and ask. It depends on the department. If what it's a smaller mean. department, if they're not busy, they might. Yeah, right? even the bigger ones will, but
2: it may take hours. It just depends on how busy that department is that they can well, spare an officer, two yeah, officers. Before
0: sure you're going to go sell it, go talk to your local gun shop. I know a lot of guys that will do transfers for 25 bucks. Yeah. and that $25 that's bucks a, is that's, a great that's what you should do. Yeah.
1: I should have mentioned that earlier, because most most will do the FFL transfer for you, Yeah, and they do the background check.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's like purchasing it outright from a gun shop and – then you've got that peace of mind that this person's not a criminal, that's, et cetera. That's what you should do. That's the answer right there. So full of them.
1: we're going to leave you on that note. Uh, thanks for joining us on Range Time, uh, episode number three. My thanks to uh, to everybody here at the KSL Studios, Eric Oppenshaw and Cheryl Worsley, uh, and a big thanks to KSL for giving us a friendly home to come and express our views on gun and gun ownership. Sorry I said a swear. Until, uh, until next time, we'll see you on Range Time. That's not right. We'll see you again down the range I don't know what I, oh I definitely can't say that can I <laughs> 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 um, we'll see you again on range time some, I, some, I don't know uh, uh, yeah it's an range exit. time bye range time until then ready aim.